Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Hello, I'm Daniel. The teaching we're going to talk about today is See Confusion as Enlightenment. See Confusion as Enlightenment. So this means that, and this is from the Lojong teachings, this means that we are trying to learn how to turn our minds to adjust our understanding of our ordinary confused way of seeing the world. What we want to do is figure out how to change our relationship to our confusion, our suffering, our fears, our neuroses, etc. Rather than trying to make these things go away, we want to look deeper within them to see the reality underneath. If we can turn our minds away from all the blaming and making enemies out of everything all the time, then we can see through our confusion and see what's really going on. If we can do that, then we can experience the world in a new context, and we can have a broader field of vision. Then our problems won't tear us down so much, and we'll be able to overcome a lot of our weaknesses. As we continue to practice mindfulness and awareness in our lives, we move away from the confusion and the wildness that's in our minds. We start to cut through all the delusions that guide and manipulate us. This is important because we come to a point where we realize that the truth was there with us all the time. So this this teaching see confusion as enlightenment is about carrying everything with us onto our spiritual path. Right now, we often see our delusions and weaknesses as burdens, as as the things we try to get away from so we can practice. And they certainly seem that way, but ultimately, our confusions, our frustrations, our fears, our neuroses, they're all empty. They're all empty. And really, nothing is bad except that we put the label bad on things. And that's an important thing to remember. And confusing is another label we put on things, right? So I can get frustrated by having to solve a difficult task at work. For example, I can struggle and get confused and have a really, really hard time. But ultimately, that that struggle is empty like everything else. All I can do is put one foot in front of the other, face what I have in front of me, and try to solve whatever the problem is. I can make things worse by suffering a lot with this problem. There's a teaching called the teaching of the second arrow. And that that idea is that... When something bad happens to you, 
It's like an arrow hitting you. And that hurts, right? An arrow hurts. If it hits you in the wrong place, it can be deadly, right? And so when we get hit with an arrow, sometimes we mentally create a second arrow. And we make the harm worse than it originally was. We make the harm worse than it originally was. So when something bad happens, if we just think, why me? And we just fall apart and we throw ourselves on the ground. That's the second arrow, right? That's the second arrow. And when... Another example of this. Um, When... Sometimes my son will lose something and where his mind immediately goes is who took this? Who took this? Who took this? Looking to blame someone is like a second arrow. It's like you're making it harmful again. You're getting angry when, I mean, maybe you lost it yourself, right? So that's like a second arrow. Looking to cast blame. Or I had a flat tire recently and I was running through everything in my head of what am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? How long is it going to take? And I was on a trip and I was like, how long is it going to take to get somebody to come fix this? I don't have a spare tire. My car didn't come with one. And somehow I've used that as an excuse to never get one in the years that I've had this car. And So I was just stressing out, thinking, how are we going to get home? Home is four hours away right now, and am I going to have to, and it's a Sunday, am I going to have to tow my car to, have my car towed to a shop and wait till tomorrow and call in to work tomorrow and get a hotel tonight and just sit and wait and hope they can get us our car in Monday morning so I can be home, right? And I was running through all that in my head. And that was like the second arrow when all I had to do was call a tow truck. I found a mechanic that was very helpful and he put on a new tire and actually two new tires for me. But that second arrow was making me upset. It was making me upset. And meanwhile, my wife who was there with me, she's fine. She's fine. The second arrow didn't, didn't afflict her this time. That's, and that's not to say that always she keeps it together and I don't. I think we are um, close to equal in that. But I had a lot of anxiety about that. And that was the second arrow. That was the second arrow. And when we get stressed out about things that confuse us, that's the second arrow too. So different people have different aspects of the path that they have trouble understanding. That's definitely true. Some people have trouble understanding that things are impermanent. Things come and go. Some people have trouble understanding that what they think of as me is really just a combination of things. I say just, but really that we're very influenced by our environment and the people around us. Some people struggle with that. And some people struggle with understanding that life is always going to have some pain in it. And this teaching see confusion as enlightenment, this teaching is for people that struggle with something else. People that struggle with thinking their confusion and their baggage are real and important. 
real and important and, and as things to be overcome rather than just things to see around because that's what we're ultimately what we're trying to do is see see through our delusion we're not some people wouldn't like that i'm saying this we're not truly trying to get rid of our delusion but rather we're trying to see through it and see the truth that's underneath and that is you are an awakened being you are enlightened you are a bodhisattva and uh, gosh people sometimes don't want to hear that but it's it's you're good as you are you're good as you are that is a core teaching of buddhism is that basic goodness it's the it's the inverse the opposite of the idea that we're inherently bad it said no we're inherently good and awake and wise and pure and we just have to see around our baggage and our neuroses or put down our baggage we sometimes say in order to realize that it's that the teaching is that enlightenment is not some far away thing we're trying to get to it is right here with us. It's just something we have to dial into. It's just something we have to turn our minds to see. We just have to turn our minds away from delusion and toward awakening. And that's it. You get there by realizing you are already there and you've always been there. That's the message. And that's it for today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me and have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.